0: Hello, everyone. This is the Joyclicks Gamescast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined as always by the conductor, Kevin Diaz. What's going on How for you doing? episode
1: eight? Mmm. Some people's favorite, some people's least favorite. <laughs> Depends on whatever side you're on, you know. We know what the right side of history is. There is a right. Honestly, I've 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 warmed up to episode eight. You know. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's it's. Uh, I look at it a lot better than I did at least my second time watching it. Third time it was it was it was a little bit better.
0: My co host Mike like, Connors of uh Jedi Knights mm, would agree indeed, with shout you. Shout out. Because mm. uh post episode, episode nine night. he said, Hey, you know what, Christian, I think I like episode eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly.
0: It's like, you know what? So it's 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 not terrible. It's not episode two. Sure. But Kevin, you know? hindsight's always great because Absolutely. you can learn from it. So patch notes time if you're not familiar patch notes is where we can update stories from last week briefly or uh bring up some corrections if we got some things wrong so feel free to let us know in the comments or on our discord if there's any burning corrections you have but this week updates not corrections first update uh i deleted neo (laughs) oh Man, you hate to see
1: you hate to see a fallen king off the yeah. dashboard. What 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 what? I can't talk. What happened?
0: I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> oh man. You know, yes. I don't know if it was the level design or just not being fully there with why I love Bloodborne, but like, mm. it just wasn't wasn't into it. I was like, yeah, I could be playing other things right now, and got the axe because uh, Lord knows, if I want to play anything new, I need to delete a bunch of stuff on my Pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so. see, I see. Well,
1: do you think there's a, there's a potential you'll pick it up again, maybe, perhaps?
0: I mean... Or like, I a th- like, like layer like a day, obviously. But who's to say? Not looking too good right now with the next gen coming up so soon, but... That's true, that's true, that's true. I still have it because of PS Plus, so that's like a good little thing. Yeah, yeah. But more in both of our our, our ballpark since last episode, Division Two Warlords of New York has dropped. Mm-hmm. It's out in Indeed. the wild. It is out. It's out. So that Wait, is it for Passion Notes. But Kevin, I know you briefly before the show mentioned Warlords. You have not started it yet. I have not started it yet. So uh, I wanted to. So what I wanted to do was first get my
1: gear score up. I think right now, uh, honestly, it was a lot. It's a lot less time required you would think to raise your gear score from like i think i started like pay attention to okay i need to just up this gear score like i i can't just play this game like i need to focus on getting loot that is upping my gear score as fast as possible right so i started doing that around like 230 i want to say and then one day i shot to 310 in, like, a matter of, like, three hours. It's not bad. You know? Yeah, it's it, it was very, very quick. I was like, oh, okay. All right. This is not going to be that bad. And then I did it again the next day and got up to, like, 450. So right now I'm at, like, no, no. I got to right at 400. And then right now I'm at, like, 470, I think, 480, something like that. And I finished the Pentagon mission, which was, I believe, episode one of the Division 2, like, free DLC that they did throughout the seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finished the Pentagon. Uh, And I have, do so I, I think I do a mission in the zoo, and then
0: I go into Warlords, is what I believe. So I'm aiming uh, to do that this weekend. So. Coney Island is the third expansion, so there is one more before Warlords.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, so the zoo, Coney Island, which I could probably knock those out in one session, yeah. And then Warlords. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So I still have a ways to go before I'm at the gear score part of Division Two, but um, yeah, it's it's cool that it's gotten this resurgence. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't
1: hmm, like. I gotta see. I don't know if like it. They do like a similar thing with Destiny sometimes, where it'll like shoot your light level up mm-hmm. when a new expansion comes out. They, you they give you items out-
0: for that sometimes. I think right. But like with yeah, Division, yeah. I found from what I, when I played it, you're getting gear at a faster rate than any other looter shooter I've ever played, mm-hmm. uh, which I like about it. But yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think once you get to warlords i saw some
1: screenshots about it 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 looks great so check back next week i i plan to be on it this week so uh
0: we are gonna have a more focused what we've been playing discussion this Mm -hmm. week um oh yeah just because there is something that could have been the pots this week to talk about but uh there are two games that you wanted to mention briefly that you uh started up recently since the last episode so uh first up you've been dabbling in vanquish i have i have so i'm pretty
1: sure this is my first platinum game Ooh, i think i'm pretty sure it is i'm not 100% sure but i'm pretty sure it's my first platinum game uh i'm only like straight up 45 minutes into it not at all that that deep into it um but I find the main character, Sam, to be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He seems very much like like a – he's he's young, but he has, like, an old soul, like, old vet, doesn't take any, like, BS type of type of uh, stature, you know what I'm saying? Like, the way he – like, his quips and stuff like that and his yeah. attitude, always smoking a cigarette, like, he just seems like that type of archetype, which is pretty funny to me, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't expect that. I don't know why I expected, like, some serious, like, Marine or whatever, but – it's it's funny to have like a light light hearted main character in that way, uh, sliding and shooting. I've done a little bit of it, but God, it's fun.
0: Yeah, dude. very
1: very fun, very very fast game, mm-hmm. very fast paced fun game. Um, the premise is interesting. I didn't I didn't really look into the story, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because like, I kind of want to go in and just see what language was about. Mm-hmm. And it's literally about like I pretty sure the Russians. Acquire some crazy tech, and they essentially like blow up San Francisco. Oh wow! And they're and they're blowing up New York in like eight that, in like eight hours. So you gotta you know stop it. So it's cool. It's cool. It's mm-hmm. neat. I can't say a lot from it because I only have like I only have a, a short time in it. But yeah. Vanquish is still it. It will be played Very by nice. me. It it will indeed be played.
0: And so. that's on the remaster that just came out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I opted to just get the one singular game, which was Vanquish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for twenty five dollars. You can get it with Bayonetta two that'll shoot it, that'll shoot it up to forty dollars. Uh, but I just have to play Bayonetta on Switch and do all that nice. on Switch. So shot the Vanquish. Um, I've also mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. Oh, you, you want me to shoot on for it? Go for it. Deal. I've also been continuing, of course, Uncharted, the uh, streaming series on PlayStation Source, and we started Uncharted three. And let me tell you, Christian, mm-hmm. I am really enjoying Uncharted 3 a lot more than I remember enjoying it. It's a great game. One. Dude, dude, I, I know I said, hey, I'm, I'm anxious to see where my ranking goes after this is all done, but I'm pretty sure Uncharted 2 will probably be on top. Honestly, guys, I don't know at this point. I feel like it might go Uncharted 4, Uncharted 3, Uncharted 2. I don't know.
0: Bold words. I don't
1: know. I don't know. But
0: we're gonna keep it going. <laughs> so we <laughs> yeah. talked a little bit about it last week as far as like how we view the series, but like with Uncharted three on my replay, um, I think I might have done that last summer or the summer before. Mm-hmm. I um, I I really love that game. I think there's a point where it gets a little tedious towards the ending, but like okay. Yeah, so much of that game. I think, I, I know I made a claim of which open, which Uncharted opening was the strongest last week. But I will say that I think, this week I think I feel like three has the strongest beginning because you do have, like the bar fight, you have, uh, the setup with, going after like meeting Marlo, That introduction just so early into the game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So what have you? What's like your biggest surprise from? going into three outside of the fact that you're really liking it
1: honestly i think i think the biggest surprise one small one is the visuals because uncharted 3 looks still to this day beautiful and yes i understand that it's a blue star not blue star blue point remaster Mm -hmm. um but still like from uncharted 1 to 2 yeah uncharted 2 looks looks a lot better but uncharted 2 to uncharted 3 i feel like there's a huge jump yeah. I'm like, man, like they like really, really got it going with try Three visually. So I think it, it looks great. That's one thing I want to say. But also, the um the back and forth between Nate and Soli. I feel like Nate and Soli, as as a duo doesn't really get that fully explored until Uncharted three. And it's some really good stuff. Like, uh I don't know if you were it was actually I think you were in stream when I was doing this part where Uh, the mansion is burning down. Yes. Right? And right after, you know, when Nate and Sully get away, you know, Nate, you know, is, like, talking trash to Sully be like, yo, like, are you going to back out? Like, you're talking like you're about to quit, whatever. And and then Sully, like, lays down the info. Like, dude, you got to understand, like, I'm old. (laughs) Like, like, I'm old as hell, you know? But, like, I just forgot all of that kind of groundwork they were laying down. Yeah. 4, on Uncharted Four, you mm-hmm. know, like, it, it's some it's some really really good stuff in there.
0: Absolutely, it's great. yeah, and three yeah, even it's great. Uh, bounces back to showcase how they met and stuff like that, which is another great moment mm-hmm. between the two of them. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sully gets, I feel like probably the most amount of time to shine in three, for memory. I so far, I mean, I've I've I feel like he
1: was barely in Uncharted Two. I feel yeah. like I saw him more in Uncharted One than Uncharted Two, honestly. Which I forgot yeah. that he was absent for. majority of uncharted too but Mm -hmm. uncharted is still good very nice i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure no one's surprised
0: yeah well yep uh i know there is something that surprised you that Mm -hmm. you experienced this week Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i played it yesterday we are recording this thursday so i played it wednesday afternoon this was after you played it and i was like you know what i know what i'm getting into with this demo i know what it's supposed to be right. so i wanted to see your experience of the demo so i watched your playthrough first mm. interesting and Interesting. i loved seeing you experience the demo for final fantasy 7 remake dude i thoroughly enjoyed it it's really
1: good guys guys <laughs> listen i haven't like christian linked me the original soundtrack of Final Fantasy VII. And that's been on heavy rotation as of it's late. So good. Uh, just the vibe it's of Final so Fantasy VII good. has caught me off guard. I'm like, man, I did not expect to like this this much. And it's
2: <laughs>
0: like, I suppose I like it. Yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. It's yeah. crazy, especially because of the music. Because the music, I think, is one of the like shining stars of this demo that you don't really notice. Mm-hmm. Because they're reorchestrating and rearranging tracks that were recorded for the ps1 you know yeah yeah like that playlist i sent you it's it's all ps1 music and it sounds like it but it's still really good and it's good stuff it's good stuff. they're able to like translate it into an actual orchestrated piece that sounds good and sounds faithful i don't know how they did it but it's like the music in the remake demo is just incredible i think Mm. so good Mm -hmm. so i do want to hear from you though like
1: what i guess like what's one thing that like really really surprised you about this demo you know like if because I know you went into it you know you have played five a seven or played bits and pieces of it uh and know the gist of five by seven you know yeah. so like what what what's it like coming
0: to this remake demo you know so it's no surprise that I have been very excited for this game um oh yeah I think it was my hype pick on our q1 episode of the show earlier this year mm-hmm. I unfortunately got delayed but yeah going in i was just expecting to be wowed from a presentation standpoint and i think it delivered there the thing that surprised me though i did not expect to love the combat this much yeah yeah the combat yeah. system is incredible <laughs> i like it a lot yeah. I, I i like it a lot
1: you know it's a nice like in between you know uh, yeah of, like a modern like live act like not live action but like live combat system versus mm-hmm. the um oh my god what am i forgetting what's turn based turn based yeah 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 turn based type of combat too
0: yeah it's it's interesting too because as far as the original goes uh i don't know if they introduced this in six but seven like the previous final fantasy games did turn based 7 had a thing called Active Time Battles, which is ATB, that's what the bar is. Oh. So, what happens in the original 7 is it's still a turn-based menu sort of thing, but Mm. you have a timer bar that's, like, filling up, and once it's full, then you can attack, or do an action. I see. So, the way they retooled it for the demo, I think, is really interesting because it does allow, like you're saying, an in-between to, like, hack and slash. But... You really notice a difference and do serious damage when you go into the command menu. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like I want. Um, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was gonna say like clouds. Uh, what's what's his alternate mode called? Uh, God, punisher mode. Punisher mode. Like, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh man, okay, I'm really punishing these people. You know,
0: yeah. That was a lame pun. <laughs> <So> go ahead. <laughs> Who are you, Frank Castle? <laughs> go in your Frank Castle mode. Um, oh man! But yeah, like I want this combat in like every other RPG now because <laughs> it's just Dude. so good. I so
1: I've just always heard about you know big moments of Final Fantasy VII, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that like I don't think I have it spoiled because I don't understand how it fits in contextually into the story, right? But I like I always hear about big moments of Final Fantasy VII. But what I didn't understand is that. The reason why those moments are talked about is because, like, the game makes it a point to, like, have these moments. I don't know if if it was like this in the original Mm -hmm. uh, game, you know what I'm saying? But, and this may be just, like, a remake uh, type of um, effect with it. But, like, that moment when, you know, Cloud jumps off of the train and does that pose and the music swells. Yes. Or when, or when the camera pans out of the entire city and you get the five and seven logo, like yo, they do moments so well. Of like, oh my god, this is a moment. You it's, know, yeah. Oh god,
0: so good. There's definitely so good. moments because in the original seven, there is CG cutscenes that have like, oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. More gotcha. life, like at for the time, lifelike models of your party. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's no dialogue. Um, but, like, the intro to the game, where it closes, it's a close-up of Aerith, and then it pans out and shows you all of Midgar, and then the Final Fantasy VII logo comes up. Gotcha. That's in the original game. So, seeing it adapted here, I was getting chills. And again, I only played Final Fantasy VII, like, half of it. I only did this in, like, 2015, but still. Just... They have the was... same atmosphere, and it just—it surprises me so much with how perfect it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloud's the boy. I, I can yeah, really dude. tell he's the boy. because yeah, you know that's another thing too. I really like with the demos. The for the most part, I like how they've characterized the party. Just being introduced to this take on the characters, and specifically the combat loved it loved it loved it so uh but you experienced this for the first time i did and i did on the show we have gotten to a point where you said you were going to play the game i what says wait you said were or no like we we agreed at a point it's like yes you're going to play this oh yeah 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 Uh uh-huh yeah we got there after playing the demo Okay. has you what's changed like has your hype gone up are you more sold on it or like where are you at in terms of final fantasy 7 right now
1: definitely more sold definitely more sold and it it's no longer like uh a quote-unquote like wild card you know what i'm saying like for example like vanquish was a wild card you know just because like i i've heard good things you know I, i'm just gonna try it out you know, it's just very much, like, there's no bias there. But, like, Final Fantasy Seven has, has left that wild card realm. And it's just like, all right, now I actively, like, want to play this. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. And there's so many questions, too. Like, I don't know if this Tifa individual that Jesse kept asking me about. Mm-hmm. I got no clue, you know? it's great. It, uh, honestly, I thought the girl... In the beginning was Tifa, Okay. I guess from this competition, I guess not. Her name's Aerith, I think is what you said. Yes, that's so
2: Aerith.
1: The two villains, I think they're villains. They just seem like a couple bad dudes. Oh, the machinery guys? Chairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like they're going to be up to some stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I have many questions, but I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, and honestly, might be a hot take. Mm. I'm really glad they're splitting it up into parts. Hmm. That's what that's what someone else told me recently actually too yeah because like i think with what they've been setting up what clearly this demo is just like this mission in the original game does not take very long it's maybe like 10 minutes this took me an hour yeah 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 seeing that amount of care and seeing like knowing the places that the just the overall plot of midgar goes Mm -hmm. and knowing that they're fleshing it out to be an entire game it's like yeah i'm really down to like get invested with this take on the story and characters to a point where like i'll get real excited for final fantasy 7 remake part 2 and then if they get to it, 3 and make it a trilogy by the time we get to 3 that's gonna be like a great payoff damn you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's just really exciting for me <laughs> they've just set down like a lot of crumbs that
1: like man just just show me the loaf you know, mm-hmm. Well, don't show me a loaf right now, but like, I can't wait to get to the loaf of bread.
0: It's like, know? it's like the greatness of endless apps at a TGI Fridays.
1: Mm. It's like the you order. Go ahead. People don't give TGIF credit.
0: <laughs> They're all right. This one time, I had really bad service and didn't get food for like an hour and a half. But that an hour and a half—that's horrendous. Oh my god. Yeah, but <laughs> a hour and a half. they got good food. That Jack Daniels burger.
1: Yeah. The yeah. sauce for me. Wait, is there a chili's over there on the East Coast? Is there chili's? There are there? chili's. I have rarely been, though. I'll stand by the chili sliders.
0: If mm. you get a chance, go and try one. All right. Phenomenal. Noted. Phenomenal. But closing out this discussion on Final Fantasy, because <laughs> um, we can't just end it like that. We can't just end it on chili's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't end it on chili's.
0: Um, I guess for you as someone who is approaching this game as a beginner to the series and jrpgs right where do you stand on like i guess spoilers and experiencing this as a new game versus a remake because i know it's a remake but personally i feel like it's not really fair to equate it to a remake the way we'd say like oh yeah crash was a remake and um Spyro was a remake. Like, there is the same sort of philosophy as far as, like, what you're recreating, but this is just, like, on another level, because that original game is so different. Right, right, right. Because it's all new to you, so, like, I want to know yeah. where you stand on that. I mean,
1: I like, I'm excited to 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 view it from a new player's point of view, you know, mm-hmm. from someone that hasn't seen the uh seen or played anything really about well, I've seen the original game gameplay, but I haven't played it, you know, so I'm excited to go into it from like a fresh point of view and see like how how of what they kept from the original Final 7 like translates into modern day
2: mm-hmm.
1: in a way. In comparison to modern games as well, right? Like I I feel like we're like gonna get really really, really cool perspectives from two points of view not just one Mm -hmm. in terms of like the the people that have played it and can point out the differences and whether, you know, it's better or or worse for them from that standpoint versus me where I can compare it from like a modern game standpoint, you know, in, in terms of like, what is it like amongst its, amongst its like, quote unquote, like classmates, game mates, I don't know, like it's other games around it, you know, in this era, so. Yeah. I'm excited, bro. I'm exci- I'm really happy this demo came out. Yeah, I'm really too. happy it came out. Yeah. I
0: love it. It's just And it's... I'm definitely going to play it again though. Definitely going to play it again. Me too, because uh there are a few things to plug in regards to Final Fantasy VII. Indeed. First off, on this year channel, JoyClicks, over the next Ooh. couple weeks, uh we're going to be having spoiler-free because I think that's uh, not being represented well on the YouTube community for FF7 so far. Uh, Spoiler-free character profiles to just sort of introduce new people to what the world is like and who the party is, like their background. Very spoiler-free again, because there are some cool places they take these characters. Interesting. So for the next few weeks, there's going to be some of those. There's one up on Cloud right now. There's also a video up on why anyone can hop in on Seven. But similarly you are taking the initiative as a beginner to the series I am to yeah. create a weekly podcast leading up to launch called Road to Final Fantasy 7. Yes. Are yes. you including so, remake in that title? Uh
1: probably probably
0: okay. probably remake yeah yeah yeah
1: probably probably remake will be in the name as well. Uh, but yep, in a similar vein as we do for Road to Part 2, as well as uh, what we did in a similar... Honestly, I feel like it'll very much match like Road to Dreams. We did that where that was a month before leading up to release. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will be a, a similar thing. And we're going to look at different topics like the demo itself. we know, I have a bigger conversation about that. As well as Final Fantasy 7 from like a historical standpoint in terms of why it's so important and what it did for the industry as a whole. Mm-hmm. And different stuff. Like that. Maybe maybe go into the some controversies perhaps with it. We yeah. we'll we, we will we will see. So that is presumed to start this weekend.
2: So
0: very nice. And yeah. uh, episode one is going to be the two of us. Indeed. Indeed. So look forward to that on youtube.com slash PlayStation Source. Beautiful. Beautiful. But now it's time to talk some news. News, news, news. Uh, PlayStation Heavy Newsweek. Very heavy. So, um, <laughs> oh, also, I meant to mention this in patch notes. Uh, GDC's canceled or pushed right. back indefinitely to, like, the late summer. And mm-hmm. um, E3 up in the air currently because L.A. declared a state of emergency due to the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they said that they're, they're quote, unquote, like, closely assessing the yeah.
1: situation, I think is what they said.
0: So. If there are developments on that in the coming weeks, we will cover it. But right now, it's really just hearsay and like what's going to happen, you know? Right. Right. Uh, But we do have some more solid things to discuss. Mm. First up Ghost of Tsushima dropped a story trailer today. The story trailer ended with a release date. Love to see it. It's not just summer anymore. We know it is coming June 26th. Yep. Yep. Do you like the date? Yeah. I personally like
1: it too. I think it's I think it's a pretty good release date, you know. I the feeling it was going to be in July, I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I like June. I like June. A month after Last of Us Part 2 as well, so nice little one two punch as well. Mhm.
0: So. I was thinking September when they said summer because similar to spider-man i feel like they don't like having their exclusives or ten pole releases in july or august right so september was what i was thinking because i didn't think it was going to be in june but uh clearly i was wrong and june it is
1: (laughs) i mean if it if it sticks that day i don't know because you know we had them announce the last of us part two date being February twenty something, mm-hmm. and then like, I think pretty sure it was under a month, right? I I, I want to say it was the week after, but I don't think it was that close. It was dangerously close, yeah. To when they announced it, they delayed it to May. So I mm-hmm. mean, maybe September might happen after
2: all. But
0: um. so I gave this trailer a watch as someone who it likes Sucker Punch, likes their games, but wasn't mm-hmm. I'm not like stoked about ghost of tsushima right um and i'll say story trailer looks cool looks like it's a revenge quest which we were theorizing but the thing that stuck out to me the most in this trailer was that grappling hook bro same yeah dude it's all on the show notes i have all caps grappling hook
1: because we have seen that before but it was more of like a it was more of like a grapple that you would just zip to. Like it was a little bit of, of a different type of like motion that he was doing, but when he like swung on that
0: thing, I was like, "Okay. Wait a yeah. minute. So, wait a minute." Took us to another level. Cuz like mm. the mobility in sucker punch games are are usually my favorite thing. Like oh, yeah. running around the city in Infamous as Cole or as um Delson. Delson, thank you. Gotcha, it bro. feels great. Gotcha, <laughs> uh, Sly Cooper, traversal in those games are great. Very agile, lots of flips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was worried that playing a game as a samurai, not you would be clunky, but I felt like it would be more of like limited. So in my head, I'm thinking it's like Arkham without the gliding. Right, right. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Because I don't imagine like samurai, like when when they fight I don't imagine it as fluid as fast, mm-hmm. you know. It's more like slow pace. I feel like methodical. Yeah, you know. But, but yeah. um,
0: it's nice to have agility still in the game. Mm-hmm. You know? So that that was a highlight for me. But for you, um, where do you stand on Tsushima right now? Because I know this year for PlayStation exclusives, the ones that really stand out as the pillars would be Seven part two and ghosts yeah 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 this is this is
1: definitely one of the one of the the top three exclusives for sure um i've always been like really high on this game just because i love sucker punch Mm -hmm. love them you know like a lot you know what i'm saying uh so that's why i'm like oh okay you know and 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 it's been a while you know second son came out 2014 so we're almost actually it's probably within, like, two, three weeks, I think. It'll be six years since Second Son. So it's it's definitely been a while since we've seen anything from them, you know. So I'm eager to see them back in the fold uh, and what Ghosts of Shoshima turns out to be and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this trailer got me really hyped mainly off the, off the story, too, and, like, the overall tone. Um, and there was that – there was uh, this moment in the trailer where the music – kicks up a little bit and i hope it's the main theme like i hope this is like the ghost of wow the ghost of shishima's like theme yeah song I, I can't even like describe what it sounds like but it, in the chair like was it oh, the moment man, when he's
0: like on horseback I and he's like think overlooking
1: it, it's like looks like greenery yeah he's overlooking the, yeah that that theme is hot it's on my t- it's on the PlayStation source twitter I twi- I uh, clipped the video out and nice. posted it. But yeah, that that moment and that music is fire. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm very very excited for it. Yeah, I'm really really. It's it's up there with me with like part two.
2: Okay,
1: uh, I won't say that much, but like it, it's definitely in the realm.
0: Definitely hype for it. Yeah, I I think the thing i want to see the most from them that they haven't shown yet that i think is really going to make or break it for me is what we're doing when it's not combat yeah 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 because everything we've seen so far is either story related or combat for the most part like i know we did a little bit of stealth and traversal in that e3 demo but that was just, like, such a small taste, and I still count that as combat, kind of.
1: I just feel like that, like, little sliver, that just seemed, like, very much a, like, not exactly scripted, but a very, like, deliberate, like, story mission. Yeah. You know? You're right. Like, I feel like we we haven't really seen the open world game. Yeah. You know? So that's a little bit
0: concerning, yeah.
1: I can say that. Yeah, I wouldn't. that's a little bit con- I, I wouldn't know. go I concerning, to say
0: it's concerning, of. but, like, for me, it's... That's the probably the reason I'm going to buy that game. You mm-hmm. know? And we right. still haven't... I really don't have an idea of what this game is like outside of the combat, which... Sucker Punch is great, but I don't think they've ever... Like, I don't think combat has ever been the thing I, anybody loves about their games, so... That's true, yeah. Post, like, Sekiro and Neo and even maybe like a fallen order or like games where the sword is super important to what you're doing i could i could see a scenario in where where like the combat is great and they rest on that for the game Mm -hmm. i could also see a scenario where the combat's like fine so i want to know like what else they have because it is an open world game i keep forgetting that
1: yeah because it's not really being shown a lot in the trailers like hey like this is actually i mean it kind of is with like the overlooking
0: landscape shots but
2: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know like it's, it's still an open world yeah because that yeah. greenery looks beautiful and i think if there's more of that in the game like if we can just like stroll through forests in japan that's gonna be sweet and that it will get me excited cool. but
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: for sure uh yet to be that sweet. photo mode is gonna be crazy too on that game You know what else has a great photo mode? What else has a great photo mode, Christian? The Last of Us Remastered. Mmm. It does. And because that game is just so cinematic, it would fit well on other screens besides a screen connected to a PS4. You're absolutely right. You Perhaps got a, point there. a Chromecast or a Fire Stick the or... Apple TV... And Apple TV because yeah. PlayStation Productions is teaming up with HBO. I know, HBO, right? Like, wow. I, yeah, I to really can't. Produce a Last of Us TV series adapting the story of the first game being written by Neil Druckmann and the writer of Chernobyl. Craig Matson.
1: What's hard about this is that it sounds so fake. Christian, last night, if you were like, hey, look, tomorrow, listen, Kevin, I custom deals. I got an exclusive, right? Tomorrow, I need you to get your thumbnails ready, get get your tweets ready. There's going to be a Last of Us series that's co-developed with HBO, and Neil Druckmann's writing it. I would have thought you were crazy. Yeah. Like, I would have thought you were absolutely, like, just insane. Yeah. You know? But it, it's somehow real.
0: It's funny. Somehow. Yeah. It's very funny because we've seen projects get announced like this all the time for movies and TV. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. maybe grain of salt because, like, this could be stuck in development hell forever. But, so I, I read this. I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> you know? And yeah. then, like, a couple minutes later, well hold on that isn't accurate because when i saw hbo i was like oh this is gonna happen actually yeah <laughs> you that, know that is true that's true that's true and then i saw neil tweet about it and i was like oh this is a thing yeah like this is a thing that's happening <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh so i think i think
1: we had kurt i think kurt montague who's also an employee at Naughty dog he tweeted out like oh uh, game to like film adaptation done right i think is what he said or like something along those lines Mm-hmm. I'm like oh okay It's a bold statement
0: Like okay I saw also uh, Craig Matson, The the writer He took a screenshot of a tweet That he had a long time ago I think maybe in like November or something mm-hmm. And It was an exchange with someone And I forget how it started But it was basically him saying that like he really liked The Last of Us And yeah. somebody tweeted at him And then they were like Okay then adapt it and he responded to them he's like all right and that was in november (laughs) oh my god this man could take credit for the whole thing yeah Uh. oh man Mm. but i'm excited about this i know some people get hesitant with adaptations of games to other media but i feel really good about this one and i texted you this might be a hot take i'm kind of more excited about this than part two right now (laughs)
1: That is wild to me, bro. I don't know. I don't, man. Listen, Christian, man, look, I, I stand by you with a lot of things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm out here, you know, with the one two punch. You know what I'm saying? Me and yeah. you. I don't know if I can go sign on that one. <laughs> I can I defend my statement? No, I mean, there is no defa- I'm totally not attacking you. It's, it's oh, I know, fine, I know. But, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. for like
0: the other people.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So, Last of Us is one of my favorite games of all time great experience Mm -hmm. um love it dearly i think that game is almost perfect and does not need a sequel and i guess the attitude around part two less of from a writing standpoint like the whole oh if that was about love this is about hate that's a little weird for me but i think the attitude of the fandom around last of us since the first one came out and leading to part two is what's making me feel weird about it. Cause like it's an incredible story with very like rich characters and good storytelling, but it's not a world I get excited to be in, you know? Like I see. Okay. I know like a lot of horrible things are going to happen in part two. And I know that's the point. So it's weird for me to get like hyped up for that.
1: Honestly, that does make a lot of sense. You know, you know, like yeah, like like there, there, there's horrible things in part one. Yeah, and that's and that's just the first one back in yeah. 2013. And that's the one about you know? love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> And that's the one that Neil says is about love. Yeah, <laughs> so and I trust Neil what?
0: Druckmann. I trust Naughty <laughs> like, Dog, but like it just sounds edgy, you know. <laughs>
1: Ah, okay. I can see that because, like, it's like, man, like, I mean, there was a lot of hate in part one. A yeah. lot. Like, quite quite, a, quite an abundance of hate, yeah. if I
0: may. Like, uh, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be a great game, but it's not keeping me up at night. And I'm not, like, I I'm super excited for it the way I'm about seven or other games coming out this year. Right. But right. when it comes to the show, like I that. think, like, that story is just so strong that taking it and adapting it especially to tv where you do have like 10 to 12 hours to tell a story yeah it's just gonna be like a perfect fit i just hope that you know
1: the likes of any other game ip that wants to you know do something in like a different medium um i hope they just choose series from now on i hope this becomes like a great template of like look this is how game adaptation should be, mm-hmm. you know? Like a movie, most of the time, obviously there's some exceptions, sure, but most of the time, I feel like you cannot convey what's important about a game IP in two to two and a half hours or even less sometimes in Especially with this. Yeah, it just doesn't work, you know? So having it be a series, I feel, is already in the right direction mm-hmm. as opposed to like the Uncharted movie. Which, like, that should j- just be a series, but
0: I digress. I know? mean, I, I disagree there, because I feel like Uncharted, you can scale down into, like, a two-hour trek about those characters in those set pieces. Because that's what Indiana-, right. Indiana Jones is, that's what National Treasure is, and I think you can make a lot of comparisons right. structurally right. there. Yeah. Because, um, like... I think, like, the key moments in Uncharted Uncharted of, like, what you were talking about of that moment with Drake and Sully Mm -hmm. or a moment with Drake and Elena, uh, even though I know this is more about him as a kid. I feel like that can still work on screen because it's like, this is the adventure. This is what we're going for. Here's the arc.
1: I mean, yeah, like, it can work. I just feel
0: like it could be a better adaptation if it was a series.
1: That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah with last of us though i do agree with you because it's more about the characters and their relationships with each other yeah in the world than uncharted is to me right so i definitely see where you're coming from there and yeah like castlevania on netflix they've been doing the series and work it's great it's a really good show mm. um devil may cry is also doing an animated series on netflix so like really i didn't know that yeah same producer nice so nice yeah, I, I definitely okay. think TV is the way to go. I'm with you. Absolutely. So, as someone who hosts a Last of Us podcast, mm-hmm. I know I have made some bold claims <laughs> about the series <laughs> in the past five minutes. So, for Absolutely. you, yeah, as someone who loves the game dearly, really cares about the characters, Mm-hmm. D- are you going to be satisfied if it's just a retelling like one-to-one sort of and like obviously making concessions where you need to for what works on tv and what doesn't Mm -hmm. or would you want them to take some like what ifs in there or maybe introduce a couple different side stories instead of like um henry and his brother Would you maybe want to see them meet a different group of survivors from a different time so, like, yeah. having more freedom to tell the side stories. Like, obviously, we still hit the big beats. But, like, what would you want to see them take risks with, if anything?
1: Right, right. So, so we actually did touch on this. Road to Part 2, Episode 27 coming out. Uh, nice. A day after this goes mm-hmm. up, right? So, I mean, like, I I was, a, like, ever so slightly like, oh, okay, we're just retelling the story. Right? Which mm-hmm. is, like, I mean... It's I know it's gonna be of a high quality HBO behind it, drugman writing it, you know what I'm saying, so it it has the right cooks in the kitchen, you know mm-hmm. to make this a great you know ten episode ten course meal, you yes. know what I'm saying um but uh I would have loved to see like Joel and Tess, you know before last of us, you know what I'm yeah. saying, or uh
0: Henry and Ben is it Ben? It's not Ben. Is it Jack and Henry? Jack and Henry. Or am I just thinking Jack Henry like the Jack Reacher? No, that was John oh, Henry oh, with the, the hammers <laughs> and the boulder.
1: Yeah. Oh. He- Henry and company. I forgot yeah, the. So I said made, Henry but... and his
0: brother. I forgot the other. guy.
1: Yeah. Henry and the brother. You know, yeah. I think that could have been pretty cool. You know, but um Or maybe, you know, it did want to get bold with it. Probably wouldn't Um I was thinking like maybe it could bridge the gap between part two and part one. yes
0: yeah, see. But I feel like Yeah, I don't know. I don't when, know that one. When I saw because at first I was like, Oh, so it's just gonna be in that world. I didn't think it was gonna be Joel and Ellie. Yeah. And then I saw Druckmann say or Herman Holst, I think maybe said like excited to bring Joel and Ellie's story to the T V screen. And I was like, Oh, okay, maybe it's bridging the gap, but no, it's an adaptation, so that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah yeah
1: but i like i Mm. just from someone that has played it obviously you have as well you know a lot of people have um i think it would have been a little bit like a ever so slightly more exciting if it was something that we haven't like a area or a time frame that we haven't seen before yet you know like a joel and testing i think that could have been really cool you know Mm -hmm. and see like that see that dynamic a little bit more that we get in the game Mm -hmm. uh but nonetheless like you said before the the last of us as a cohesive story is amazing mm-hmm. right so i can't wait to see how how they kind of tweak it you know not, not like change it but like add different things or something like that or like yeah. the way
0: they portray it on the screen i think would be really really cool yeah you know? dude the more we've been talking about it the more i really want them because like think of the structure of the game being split up to like the seasons yeah we only see maybe like a collective week out of each season that's true yeah so i would really love them to like tell different stories in those seasons and make obviously the david one would probably still be there oh my god uh, live
1: action bill oh my
0: god yeah so oh man i'm hype i think there is several reasons to be excited about the series but before we move on i wanted to submit my choices for casting Oh, sir, absolutely. For Joel and Ellie. You may. So first, I'm going with the obvious one for Joel. Uh Hugh Jackman with the goatee. Just works, you know. It it does. It too. I mean, if you watch Logan,
1: there's a lot of Joel coming out of that. I'm just I'm just, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I will shout out also one of my coworkers said Josh Brolin. Mm. Um specifically from No Country for Old Men, he said he's basically Joel interesting choice interesting choice uh but for ellie i have seen um a couple choices most of them leaning on the older side but i think if we're retelling the first game we got to have someone who could play 14 and my choice sadie sink who played max in stranger things 2 and 3 i legit
1: what what maybe reply to your tweet like you just did something it wasn't the mm-hmm. huge jackman cuz like huge jackman i've seen that i've like seen heard that around yeah. yeah yeah but that actress from stranger things i was like wait oh my she god she could do it. she plays thinking. the
0: tough yeah. you know like loner girl really well
1: yeah no yeah there's i had never thought about it till i saw that tweet i was like works
0: oh. clearly works well with uh a cast of like very strong grown-up actors like uh, david harbour and um winona Ryder. yeah so Mm -hmm. being paired with a guy playing joel i think could be magic i like that a lot i like that a lot big uh so since you brought up bill very quickly who do you want to see play bill i don't know okay i don't i don't actually want this I don't know why Jack
1: Black came to mind. I don't actually want <laughs> Jack. I don't. I, I don't. I don't actually
2: want it. But we just starting it out
0: into the world. Enjoy you know? Clicks Games Cast Fan Casting. Because <laughs> man, I'm backing you on that. Jack Black. Is Hugh Bill. Jackman is Joel. Sadie Sink is Ellie. Jack Black is Bill. <laughs> Naughty Dog, we did your job for you.
1: Naughty no, Dog, cut us a check. Cut us some royalties while you're at it.
0: Snap, man. who's Jack. Black. Speaking of doing their jobs for you for them it's time for arkham watch (laughs) forgot if we had an arkham watch theme but now we now we do now we do uh kevin as you know wb montreal refuses to give us any information about their batman game which is absolutely happening um we do have some sort of a nugget we'll get to but in dreams this week Mm -hmm. thanks to creator etienne sanchez uh we have a fan-made arkham game Mm. using mechanics found in the arkham game yeah it's a little janky but like it's really good for what it is and it's stylized to look like an episode of batman the animated series it is gorgeous it's I, great.
1: I haven't played it yet. I am going to play it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've just seen Christian's video. Please go check it out on the channel, joyclicks.com. Not mm-hmm. joyclicks.com. Idiot. YouTube.com slash joyclicks.
0: It'll be linked uh, in the description, too. The link to the, description. link to the video and to the dream. The, the artwork is just so good, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. This would be a really, really cool game. You know? Yeah. I love it i i really like it because i've always wanted i said this in the video i always would love to see a big budget game with an art style like this for batman or, or spider-man or superman or someone because mm-hmm. it's just it just fits the vibe really well and i think in the dream this creator clearly nailed it and pairing that with the mechanics of arkham it was kind of like hopping into an arkham game obviously it's not exactly the same but it just felt natural, and I really, really dug it, and it was a cool, another cool reason to look into dreams.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. loved it, loved so. it, loved it. I, I can't wait to see if he uh, continues with it. Mm. I assume he is. I would like to believe he is. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the man. But the, the would, title
0: did say I, yeah. "work in progress."
1: Okay, beautiful. As Long as it says "work in progress," then I would check back with it because I definitely. I'm gonna try it tonight before I go to bed. I'm definitely gonna try it. It's worth it oh definitely it seems like it
0: um but more in line with uh canon arkham we have some reporting thanks to a linkedin update not an official thing from wb <laughs> the new batman game is a reboot apparently which was rumored recently i know sabby the twitter leaker said that it was a reboot now uh james sigfield Wrote an article that it's going to be a reboot, and these this LinkedIn post that they posted about is just teeing that up. They're saying that it's an undisclosed title, senior producer, new IP. Um, that's the gist of it. DC Comics is attached, so. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want. To reboot the arkham story just because i love the batman that they made within mm-hmm. the arkham games i think it's a really cool batman overall mm-hmm. you know uh so it'd be sad to let that one go but it's not like they're killing batman i mean like it's you know gonna be totally yeah. batman we're just restarting the whole story and it's like okay
0: they're theorizing that it's to set up a dc connected game universe which we talked about on the show over the past few weeks of like there's always been the hints in the arkham games but never to a full extent also with what you just said about getting attached to this batman like from the sound of his twitter it doesn't seem like kevin conroy has voiced batman for a game anytime recently right because he he keeps saying like oh i'd love if they invited me back he's like please so I not only am Batman, I want to be him. Please, just call yeah. me. <laughs> like, yeah. So, if they are taking a different direction, I, I'd i be okay if they wanted to reboot it and open it up to DC as a whole with a new Batman. But, yeah. yeah. What about as, you? Yeah, I mean,
1: like, as it keeps, like, marinating in the mind, you know, um, I'm more open to it overall. Because, like, you know what? I mean, it could be cool. If they pull it off, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it could be really, really, really cool thing if they get all the cards in place and do a really, really well job, you know, at this. But, uh but yeah. So I don't know. I'm like ever slowly getting more open to it. I know, like a few months back when we discussed how about how it was gonna be a reboot, we were kind of like sour about it. But I'm like, I'm like getting a little bit, a little bit sweet on it overall as we get into it. Because I just want Batman. Yeah. As a game. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, I was well, thinking about however it However we can get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really hungry. It, you know. Yeah. However we can get Batman I'm down. If that means yeah. we got reboot, we got to reboot. All right.
0: That's a good mindset so, to have. Absolutely. So. With that, we've reached the point of the show. Pots, 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 Pots. This week on Pots, uh, the week of recording... We are recording March fifth. March third happened this week. If you haven't mm. looked at a calendar, <laughs> um, so March third is the anniversary. Uh, funny enough, of Logan, uh, as well as the Nintendo Switch. I did see that. I was like,
1: "Huh." Logan came out the day the Switch came out.
0: Yeah, I remember. It,
1: it, it's like a do maternal Animal Crossing type thing, you know.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I re- I remember yeah. the day it was. Switch with Breath of the Wild, Logan, and a new Ed Sheeran album all in the same wow. day. Wow! I was like, wow, Jammed entertainment.
1: <laughs> and the week before that would have been Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah. A lot of things happened three years ago.
0: So Man. both of us have a Switch.
1: Indeed. Here is my young boy.
0: I'm grabbing nice, mine.
1: Nice blue and yellow Joy-Cons. No, these Joy-Cons will will never get swapped out. These are the perfect ones for me. And there's my my sweet young prince.
0: Right now, I'm stocked with my uh, yellow, neon yellow Joy-Con. The Joy-Clicks yellow. But I love my Switch. I know you do, too. Indeed. So today for POTS, we're going to talk just a little bit about our time with the Switch over the past three years. Because there have been some highs... There have been lows, not many lows, but, um, yeah, just discussion about our favorite games, ones we want to shout out, and uh, what we want to see in the next few years of the Switch, because as it sounds, Nintendo wants this thing to stay around longer than an average console. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Kicking this off, though. Let's just start at the top. Let's start with the cherry. Let's do it. Uh, favorite game you played on your Switch? You, what you want
1: you want me to go first? Go for it. Okay. Uh, I have said this many a time. It'll be no surprise to anyone that has heard me talk about Switch to any capacity, really. Uh, it is uh, a little game called Celeste. Is my favorite Switch game I've played on my Switch. Uh, I believe Celeste has gone to other platforms, I think, as of now. I'm pretty yep. sure it's on PS4. Mm-hmm. I- I'm pretty sure yeah uh it's on ps4 it is a platformer it is one of those platformers where like it is pretty pretty challenging but it doesn't necessarily punish you in a way that like it throws you right back into the action right so it's not like you're waiting a long time in between deaths it's very very quick regen so it kind of like entices you to you know just just try again you know and just get through it um and it feeds into the overall narrative of celeste uh, it, it speaks to like depression in a lot of ways, anxiety in a lot of ways, dealing with that as a person and how you grow from that. It's beautiful. Um, a great art style, a great soundtrack. Just Celeste to me is one of, hmm, how do I want to phrase Like it is, it is one of the best games this this generation, hands down to me, to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, 100%. And, like, for me, it's a must-play for anyone. Like, I feel like anyone has – like, everyone has played this game. Uh, and I haven't even jumped into the – they added, like, a Chapter 9 because I believe – yeah, yeah. There was eight chapters in the original game, but they added a Chapter 9, which I haven't even played yet. Uh, but I plan to at some point. I'm just waiting on that. Like, I'm waiting for the right bad day to hit me
2: mm-hmm.
1: to jump into it. So uh, Celeste is great. Celeste is just it it's it's by by f- the number two one is pretty close to it but Celeste is by far my favorite experience on
0: switch as of as of as of today so, so to you with Celeste what is it about it that makes it a switch game in your head is it just the fact that it came out first on switch or is there something else about it that it- either playing it or thinking about it makes you think of your switch
1: hmm okay so this is so hmm, for it's honestly a me thing it's a personal me thing um i tend to want to play 2d platformers or like anything like 2d on a handheld you know that's Mm -hmm. completely just me that's just my my like preference if you will you know yeah but uh and i think also solely because it came out on switch first that is true but it's, I don't know, really, because I just can't imagine myself playing this on PS4, you know? I don't know if it's just because I've only played it on Switch, and, like, that's all I see it as. But I think also the the way uh, the missions are structured, too. Like, they're big chapters, but there's also divided up into smaller bits and pieces, too. That I think it's easy to pick up, you know, knock out a level or two, and then jump out of it. Like, it just seems very accessible for, like, a pickup. Uh, and play type of game where you Mm -hmm. don't have to, you know, dedicate like an hour and a half to like a game session. It can be just a quick 10 minutes, you know, and you do like two or three missions, not missions, but levels, uh, you know, and there's also like B side things where I think the B side is essentially kind of like new game plus, um, going back through and the levels are a little bit different and they're tweaking stuff like that. So just having that much variance and be able to pick up on that variance and a very, uh, short amount of time i think is what makes it for me like a
0: big switch game for me awesome so, i love it indeed i still gotta play it dude you gotta play it bro. i know i've, I've tried the uh like the beta version of celeste that they made yeah. as a pico 8 game
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: and that's still yeah. really cool too because it's it's funny because celeste like has a really iconic style to it Oh, hundred percent, yeah but yeah. it's very simplistic and the pico 8 version is even more simplistic damn Which uh, it's it's definitely a cool game, and I I don't know if it's because of you or the fact that it did come out first on Switch, but I do think of it in my head as a Switch title. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like
1: I would, I couldn't even see him as a playing on PS4. Mm I don't even know.
0: Yeah. Remind Uh, me, did you buy it on PS4 and then you were like, "Hold on, I want to buy it on Switch now"? Actually, it's even worse than that, right? So our friends at
1: Pop Agenda. Got me a PS4 code. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I don't know why, but it 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 should be played on Switch. And mm-hmm. I bought it on Switch. Even though I could have played it for free on PS4. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Call me crazy. Proves your point. <laughs> Call me crazy, but that's just that's just how the cookie crumbles. You know. Mm-hmm. So But I can't even think I'm trying to remember what yours would be. What is your favorite Switch game? so i think i know but i'm not sure
0: i have a favorite. i don't know if it would be my favorite switch game but like it's far and away the best switch game in my opinion but i don't want to say it because it's the obvious one so we're gonna pick one that is more in line with me
1: okay okay gotcha
0: it is my 2019 game of the year fire emblem three houses nice 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 give me your pitch okay so i had never played a fire emblem game until i had a 3ds Mm. and the first time i played a fire emblem game because like i knew i was aware because of smash um melee had like roy and marth uh brawl had a couple of them as well so i was always familiar that it was a franchise yeah and I remember probably like trailers for Awakening, but I didn't get my 3DS until 2015. And one day I was just scrolling to the eShop, I tried Fire Emblem Awakening's demo, and I was like, oh, this is like chess with a story. This is cool. And I ended up winning a contest from Nintendo for the special edition of Fire Emblem Fates, which was the game that was like split up into two different versions. Nice. Okay so that was my first fire emblem game and i really liked it didn't beat it but i liked it right and when i got my switch i was like this is the perfect fire emblem console yeah because you can get the great epic scale of it on a tv but portably you can just like hop in do a quick mission be in and out and similar to what you said with celeste it's a bit more of a time sink because the battle's can last maybe close to an hour sometimes maybe half an hour wow Wow. really it depends like if it's a really tough battle like you could be resetting for a while i think i had to do a few hard resets and because of that my in-game clock is different than my switch clock which like just tracks how long i've been in the application right right it's different by about 10 hours damn (laughs) wow because there were some battles that were just real tough and i was like i refuse to lose my my students in this fight
1: oh because there's a permadeath mechanic in that there is and i
0: play with permadeath on gotcha so the only time i didn't reset was the final battle because i was like if somebody goes down here that's meant to be (laughs) yeah right 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 yeah but just the cast of characters the amount of content that's in here um again the switchness of it the fact that because it is a turn-based strategy game if i do need to stop it i can put it in sleep mode and not worry about being attacked the second i turn my switch back on because it's stagnant until you make your moves Mm -hmm. but it's still so engaging and there are few games this generation that have gotten the like this much of a physical reaction out of me for completing a boss or a level because there were so many times where it came down to like okay this is my favorite character they have like four hp left this boss is like maybe could go down in one hit if i die i'm resetting and then they just come in clutch get like a crit sometimes and it's just the best feeling right right so nice. for that reason i love it
1: would you look at that
0: beautiful so. beautiful uh, I'm trying to think.
1: Do do they take a long time to come out with like another Fire Emblem, or is it like a pretty short turnaround? Like, I, I, I guess like I asked that because because I'm wondering like because I know you said you played Fire Emblem, fire emblem Fates. You'd like that one. Seems like you love Fire uh, Emblem Three uh, Houses. So yeah. are you in on like the next Fire Emblem? If it oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I see. Gotcha. Uh,
0: it's great too because with three houses there are three campaigns to play through Mm -hmm. and technically four because there's one campaign that gives you two options for two different endings gotcha so there are four paths through this game and i've only done one so i've been like feeling the itch to like go back and try pledging allegiance to a different house and seeing what their cast is like and where they specialize because they give you so many options for choice and how you want to build your army and Mm. uh just real good real solid beautiful beautiful love to see it my next question for you though indeed uh going over this the legacy of the switch i think this is one thing i didn't prep you on but is very very integral to the system okay 2017 there's two camps. Right. Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I know I love both of these games dearly. Right. Yeah. You, I know, have a great love for Mario. Yeah. And yeah. Zelda never clicked with you. Yeah, Zelda never clicked. I don't mm-hmm. know, man.
1: And, like, it still, ha- still kind of breaks my heart. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people, like breath of the wild and it's like man i wish i I like it's like it's like i'm like squidward and y'all are patrick and spongebob out there just running around and i'm just in my room like i just want to know what it's
0: like you know yeah but uh uh yeah so is it the imagination box you hop in nothing happens it's like what why are they having so much fun
1: yeah it's like i want to see the car crashes and and the imaginative stuff that's in that box i just don't I don't know. But Odyssey clicked with me a lot. I loved Odyssey. I thought Odyssey was like a lot of good mechanics in there. Very smart game design, I felt like in there too. Mm-hmm. You know. Very, very good. Like if a game could be like, oh man, that's interesting, like how they like how they led me to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. Like there's just a lot of like really, really nice like meta game type of mechanics and like being able to speak to the player through the design
0: you know absolutely yeah very very good stuff i i think part of that with odyssey is the fact that there's so many places to find your progression because they tie it to the moons Mm -hmm. and you can get a moon for doing so many things in each level where they reward you on just having fun you know yeah very very true so i think with odyssey i'm there with you that from a design perspective it's just great it's a really good time and it's just like solid fun. Um, and clearly it stuck with you because that's that was up there for you for your Goaties that year, right? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to
1: remember 2017. Horizon
0: must have been there.
1: Yeah, Horizon definitely was up there. Uh, what else was 2017? I I I keep thinking of 2018 games
0: for that yeah. year. But Yeah, 2017 definitely Horizon might have been a
1: little light. Was until dawn, twenty seventeen,
0: or no? No, oh, that was like twenty fifteen, I think. Yeah, but yeah, but no, but definitely it was up there, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. But yeah, so you're you're a Mario guy, right? I am, I am. Yeah. Do you think I would definitely say so? You would ever go back to try Breath of the Wild again, or do you think you'd prefer to try a different Zelda that's more traditional? I did
1: trade it in. Um, I do eventually want to give Breath of the Wild another shot. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to get it again, you know, which is that. But I have, I did almost get Link's Awakening. Okay. The remake. Yeah, that one, that one I almost did. One of the reasons, based off the art style, I think it looks beautiful.
0: It's, um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah.
1: I think what kind of swept me away was hearing that, like, it ran to a lot of performance issues on Switch. Mm hmm. And it didn't run as smoothly as everyone would hope it would or mm-hmm. what anyone would hope for, you know? Yeah. So that kind of swing me off. But definitely I'll, I'll, I'll probably put it my, like, stamp of, like, 100% will do eventually. Uh, a return to Breath of the Wild has to be done, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Has to be done. I I got to figure it out, you know? Just to see if I truly, you know, if it just doesn't vibe with me or I just, I just didn't get the – click of it and get the rhythm
0: of it uh you know early on yeah so so uh i don't need to spend time on that because both those games are tens for me so yeah my next question what's a game on the switch that you've played that you just want to shout out like good vibes check it out if you haven't just shout out maybe it's popular too but like one that you just want to give some love to or two or three
1: i want to do an impromptu last minute switch no pun intended, but pun intended if you want. But okay. uh uh my original choice was the was The Messenger. Definitely go check out that game. Great game. Two thumbs up. Love it. But the game I feel like actually needs some love, right? Because Messenger has gotten some DLC. It's gotten love. People know that, right? Katana Zero needs some love, right? I played this. Uh, So the, the story about me playing this was that I was saving it until I flew to New York to visit some family for the week, right? It was like back in May of 2019. So it, was, it was last year. It was around May of
0: 2019.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was a red-eye flight, right? So we don't even take off. I think we took off at like 11 p.m. or midnight, my time. So I was like, all right, you know, it's getting a little bit late. I... I, you know, was up the whole day doing stuff, uh, and so I was like, all right, I'll play a little bit of Katana Zero and then go to bed because I'm you know, feeling a little bit tired, right? I couldn't put the game down, Christian. Uh, I, I played it all the way through the flight. That's awesome. I beat it, like, ten minutes before we landed.
2: That's good.
0: From
1: from mind you Phoenix, Arizona to New York. So that's not a short flight. It's about a four or five hour flight. Right? Mm-hmm. And that was off of me, like wanting to sleep, but just could not sleep. The the like really really adult themed story too. Like there's like a lot of like really cool, like adult, like almost like conspiracy like espionage type of like elements of the story that i want to spoil but like and we're dealing with with like vietnam war veterans and like how how they're affected by the u.s government now like it's a lot of cool really like un nintendo things to have on this console
0: you know well i didn't know it was about that no oh yeah no oh yeah this is sounding like some metal gear solid stuff right now dude the name does not at all
1: I mean, the the name is a part of the story, obviously, but like it does not give you the full like rundown of like what we're dealing with here. Like it's really cool. But like uh it's it's again, so it's think like Hotline Miami, right? But you're able to slow down time
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it and you're looking at it from like a two D like platformer perspective. Right, that's essentially what we're doing with here. Yeah, and it's I, so like fun. I've seen
0: the gameplay. I just didn't realize the story went to those places. But that sounds oh, awesome,
1: dude! It goes to really like man, yeah. It's it's really really cool. It's and a very very cool experience. Yeah,
0: that's a Devolver game, right? Yes, yes, awesome, yeah, very is. cool. It is, yeah. So that
1: one I feel like needs some love because I love that. I loved loved that game. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I thought it was great. So, Katana Zero, play it, guys. It it it's. Very, sh- I think it's around like five six hours, you know. But nice. I did beat it
0: from like takeoff to landing. It's so. not very expensive. I see it on sale for like nine bucks all the time. Yeah, I think I paid like fifteen dollars for it. I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's well well worth it. A lot of cool writing in it. Very very cool stuff.
0: I like that one. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a quick one to shout out. I had tried a game of the series on the 3ds okay and i liked it but it just was the wrong time i wanted to i bought this game when it came out obviously my switch conked out on me so i had to wait to play it but dragon quest 11s Mm. is a really good video game and i Mm. feel like a lot of people didn't give it a shot interesting does the s
1: stand for switch
0: uh, special. It doesn't it matter. Is. I was wondering. Yeah, <laughs> it, it probably does both. Maybe it stands for hope too. But like it. it, it <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you got it. <laughs> but like, Dragon it took, Quest never. It never does well. <laughs> never does well in the West. Um, and I think 11 was probably the shot to do well in the West, and it didn't perform super well, and. With the amount of money Nintendo was putting behind it, I was expecting it was going to do really well on the Switch because games sell on the Switch, but like, still, it seems like it just didn't perform to what they wanted it to do here. But what I love about it is just... it's It goes to some dark places at times with its story or characters, but it does it in a way that just feels like a storybook but like not in a kiddie way you know yeah like it just it, it it handles a really simple story of like you were this special kid you got became an orphan and you discover that you're this heir to some line of heroes and you have to stop a great evil and that's what the story's about but like the game I can compare it to like dragon Ball maybe not just because of the art style but like Every time I play the game, and it's usually for like an hour, hour and a half before I go to sleep some nights, there's always like an arc I can experience in that playtime. I see. Like maybe I'll be traveling down a path and I find this bridge that's broken down and I have to find the bridge builder, but he got turned into a dog, so I have to kill the monster that turned him into a dog so I can fix the bridge. And that's Mm. the story for the night. Interesting. One one night we're raiding a temple, one night we're looking for this, uh, this orb in a thieves town like there's very small pieces of story that are just told really well and charming with a cool cast of characters and it's like it's chicken soup gaming i think right like it's just a feel-good time so if anyone was interested i recommend playing and giving it a shot because i was interested i wasn't too sure but i'm really glad i hopped in
1: dragon quest i can't wait till you edit this podcast because i promise you i was quietly still laughing for like 80 percent of you while while you were talking about that game and i was trying yeah. to like say yeah uh-huh i just not lose it but
2: mm-hmm.
1: that was you got a good laugh at me christian that was good thank you thank you that was good well played sir well played
0: uh before we get to our last question about our three years of the switch are there any other quick games you just want to rattle off um uh, hmm, let me while you're thinking I, yeah yeah i'll shoot I'm gonna a few. Open up my switch go ahead absolutely um donkey kong country tropical freeze donkey kong is incredible it's the best 2d platformer i've ever played uh duh, duh, duh. obviously we covered zelda and odyssey mm-hmm. i think let's go pikachu got a bad rap uh creature in the well really dug super unique indie game Mm -hmm. um i've messed with bloodstained curse of the moon which is like the the prequel eight-bit castlevania prequel to the kick-started bloodstained ritual of the night Mm -hmm. that's a fun one haven't beat it yet but it's it's challenging it has good music and lastly too much hate not a great game but i have like 70 hours in it pokemon shield Mm. Mm. so i see Uh I
1: got a few. Um, I'll mention the Cuphead. Haven't beat it, but it is fun to experience on Switch. Real hard game. Yeah, it's very, very hard. So shout out to Cuphead. My friend Pedro, uh I thought it was fine. And by like the good damn that sounds really bad. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's like, oh why are you bringing it up?
1: (laughs) I thought it was gonna treat it that way. I just I just (laughs) you know what yeah, it's a fair I I don't think it's bad. You know. That was Okay. Yeah. Uh Ultimate Alliance Three. Very, very fun. Very fun time. Shout out. Ori and the Blind Four is tremendous on Switch. Tremendous on Switch. Uh, Xbox game right there. So shout out to Ori and uh oh, I guess one that I guess the last one I'll bring up, uh one that recently just made it onto eShop this week was Warface. Uh it is a free to play uh first person shooter. And I think it's really really fun on Switch. It it feels that like wanting this to have a cod on Switch, with Warface. So I think it's good, very very good. Free very cool. as well to download and experience. So I think check it out.
0: Very cool. Uh, you just reminded me. I have gotten if you check on my Epic account, I if however you do that, uh, all of my solo wins on Fortnite were on the Switch, just because of that player pool. Yeah, absolutely. I bet. But, I bet. <laughs> um winding down one final question the 2020 lineup for the nintendo switch currently as it stands is uh, animal crossing in just a few weeks uh xenoblade chronicles definitive edition which is coming relatively soon if we're to believe postings online but other than that not much announced for 2020 mm. there's obviously stuff that's up in the air Breath of Wild 2, Metroid Prime 4, Bayonetta 3. But I want to have a discussion with you, Kevin, about what we what do you like what you want to see from the Switch, be it games or franchises or features in the next few years, because we clearly both have a fondness for our Switches, but there's definitely things I'm sure that you want that we don't have yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. is there anything that screams out to you as, like, a feature that you want?
1: There's, there's one small one and one big one, right? So, the small one, I there was a funny screenshot going around when it was uh, the third year of uh, the Switch's anniversary. And uh, <laughs> it was, like, happy third anniversary the Switch, whatever. And uh, it was a screenshot of the theme selection <laughs> on the Switch. And it was just black and white. Yeah. And it's like for how many different colors you can buy with the Joy-Cons and like how much you can personalize the Joy-Cons, it's incredible that there's only like a dark and a light theme on Switch. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. Like, I would like to see themes, you know, themes come to the Switch at some point. Or if they even give you the ability to upload like your own wallpaper, you know? Even like that, I'll take, you know? But some sort of – let me let me let me tweak the software to make it look nice you know what i'm saying yeah. or look how i want it to look uh, and then lastly one is uh i'm not sure how you're going to feel about this but i think it'd be interesting to see a doc pro i didn't say switch pro okay but have a doc pro right to alleviate some of like the performance issues that we've been having for example like links awakening i know got really you know bash for that uh, and I feel like, you know, it's it's probably gonna keep going. I think question mark you know, but I just mm-hmm. think like it'd be a nice like midway from not having everyone's switches kind of be like obsolete to certain games if they want to dedicate it. But at the same time, I don't know if that would even work out because one of the big like temples of the switch is that you're able to take it on the go. Like it can yeah. be either a, a at home console or a device that you pick up and take with you. Mm-hmm. So for it to like upgrade the side that i feel like not many people utilize would be kind of a weird step if like i feel like the it's safe to say it right like i feel like a lot of people play undocked rather than docked right like i feel like that's you know i don't think they've had numbers released from that or i don't know if they could even track that i don't know
0: how you would even track that to be honest with you yeah but i definitely think it's case to case like you could look to the fact that they released the light which is a handheld only Mm. and maybe see something there yeah Um, right right i feel like for myself with my switch i find myself wanting to only dive in for extensive sessions if i know i can be by my tv and Mm -hmm. there's only a handful of games that i like playing handheld like um Pokemon for instance, I'll I'll play handheld Animal Crossing. I will definitely play handheld if I'm like watching TV, just checking on stuff casually. Uh Tetris I've played handheld, but like Breath of the Wild I did too and Odyssey I did as well, but like I always liked playing those in front of a TV. So I think yeah. it's dependent and as far as the doc Pro goes, like if it's technologically possible, yes. Mm. Like if the engineers at Nintendo and the Squid Lab that Splatoon does can like find a way to get some ink cooling or something and make a dock that can beef up the graphical power. That's the best case scenario, I think. Um, I know there are people that want like an XL or a Switch Pro, but... Yeah, I, I I do think that in the case of performance issues, it might just come down to the people developing it on optimization.
1: Fair. Yeah, fair point. Fair point.
0: And because I do know there were there was speculation about Link's Awakening that it was originally planned to be a 3DS remake, and midway through development they shifted it to Switch, and that's why oh. there's some issue there. Interesting. Um, because okay. in the Switch's first year, there were, were still some pretty big 3DS games that came out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I see. Like,
0: and it was it was rumored that like that was one of them, just in case the Switch didn't take off, so they still had the big install base of the 3DS to sell games on. Yeah. Um, so if that is the case, then maybe just we've passed that point of games that would have been brought over. But i agree with you that is a something that i'm gonna have in mind for like future games even first party of like okay so how, is it gonna run okay because there's a chance it won't but right i'm less worried now than i was at launch yeah.
1: also bluetooth i'm shocked yes i'm like dude i didn't even realize that until my flight that i was telling you about i was trying to bump the audio to katana zero off my airpods and I was like, oh, my God, wait, the Switch doesn't have Bluetooth.
0: No. <laughs> I forgot. That, that
1: is very upsetting.
0: Because I would love – I want a headset for my Switch, but I don't want one that's going to be plugged in 15 feet away from where I'm sitting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that to add Bluetooth, you would need hardware – like, it would need to be a hardware change, not solely yeah. software, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'd like As far as I know, yes. Um, I know yeah. you can buy – headphones that would have like a a usb you plug in to create a bluetooth connection but like
1: and like there's there's also like bluetooth receivers that you can get for the switch actually on amazon i think they're like 30 bucks but i don't know man i don't know that is a bummer yeah
0: yeah what about you good sir um i mean i uh, mostly i'm with you i think I don't want to see them prioritize making a third skew of the Switch, I think, because mm-hmm. you run into the issue of like, yeah, this new Switch XL or whatever they call it, it can run Breath of the Wild 2 at 60 frames. You alienate so much of the audience at that point yeah. that I don't know if it's something Nintendo would do Yeah, personally because they're on the streak right now of like, pro for the most part pro consumer like there's the cloud safe problems but yeah. it seems like they want to sell as many consoles as possible to sell as many games as possible so if you start saying to these like 60 million people that bought in it's like hey now we have a game or, or console that sort of negates your purchase like i i <laughs> yeah. don't know yeah. and it could just be like the new 3ds that released and was like it had one exclusive game for it, and it could play SNES games on it. So, like, it's hard to say, but I'm, I'm more in line with you. Like, if it's modular, that's better.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, I mean, e- even if, like, they roll out
1: a-, a Switch Pro, like, what happens to our Joy-Cons? Like, are those going to be compatible with the Switch yeah. Pro? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I wouldn't get a Switch Pro until I can get a Booneo a Joy-Con on it. Then I would. Yeah. I. I promise you, that would be the one thing that holds me back. Yeah.
0: I mean, the only thing holding me back on a Switch Lite so far, I really like that yellow, but once they put a red one out there and it matches my Spider-Man controller, mm. it's over. It's um, over. But, yeah, like, it's very easy to, like, make a wish list, and they could just do the exact opposite. Like, I wouldn't put it past them to tomorrow be like, hey, Switch XL. <laughs> but- Imagine. Bro, uh, as far as the games go, like, is there a franchise you're eagerly awaiting something from? Like, do you want an Odyssey Two more than anything else right now? Like, what would be your dream Switch game to close out year three? And this talk.
1: Hmm. I mean, Metroid Prime Trilogy is always gonna be up there. You know? Okay. Of like, I just I just want to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Any sequel? I mean, I think I would like another another Mario game. You know, another like three D uh, Mario game. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you call it Odyssey two, you know, or yeah, whatever you want to call it. But I would like a sequel to Odyssey. You know, I would like that personally. I would I would like that a lot actually. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I'll say that. I'll say that. I like Solid. I like I like the Odyssey a ton. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, I, I am looking forward to the next 3D Mario, whether it is a straight up, like, these are the ideas we wanted to do for DLC, but we decided to make a full game. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a different gimmick, like how Sunshine was the jetpack and Galaxy was the zero gravity. Uh, 3D Mario, I'll always be excited for. Um, right. Breath of the Wild 2, obviously, sooner than later, please. Holiday this year would be amazing. For real. But going back to one of the things i shouted out earlier tropical freeze donkey kong i gotta play that man you it's keep really talking
1: good. about it in the same way that i talk about celeste i gotta just play it so it's great it's great
0: for real it's time for, for a great. new 3d donkey kong game oh snap time. there's been one Really? and it is like my second favorite game of all time or like third hmm. interesting
2: so. in- interesting
0: maybe maybe give mario a vacation maybe he's chilling after odyssey and then it's like donkey kong's iliad or something i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) give donkey kong spotlight for once it'd be it'd be cool i don't know i I just want more absolutely absolutely that has been potentially our longest episode yet
1: potentially potentially
0: yeah i have to fact check that so that's why i said potentially fine yeah uh, Kevin, if the people listening to this here show would like to follow you, see what you're up to, see your Last of Us takes, your Switch screenshots where can they find you?
1: At the thekdiaz123 on Twitter, T-A-G-K-D-I-A-Z 123, you can follow me on there as well as of course, uh, you can follow all, all my regular content of course on youtube.com as PlayStation source, uh, we got Road to Part 2 going on this weekend, uh, as well as, you know, Road to Final 7 Remake as well Get as hyped. uh we did a lot of uh ghost of Shishima coverage as well in channel this week as well as some other stuff as well so check out all that and where can the people find you good sir
0: if you want to follow me on twitter or instagram you can at chris N buckley uh i mentioned this last week on instagram i'm tracking the games i beat this year on uh, my instagram stories so that's a fun thing i'm doing mm. uh If you're watching the show, you're on youtube.com slash joyclicks, where you can check out a number of videos, including our Final Fantasy VII preview content and that Batman video we mentioned earlier in the show. Both of those linked in the description. But if you're listening to us, you're on podcast service, like Spotify or Pocket Casts or Apple Podcasts. So if you are listening to us on one of those platforms and they do allow you to review and rank the show, would be greatly appreciated if you enjoyed hearing us talk back and forth. Helps more people find the show, creates a community, creates new friends to talk to each other about games. So, absolutely, absolutely. That's gonna do it for the longest one yet. Indeed. And uh, it's March, so March Madness. Mmm.
2: Mmm.
0: That's mean, a thing. I- it is a thing. It is a
1: thing. I was supposed to go to Miami, but uh, unfortunately, due to coronavirus, you know, uh, it, uh, a music festival I was going to got canceled. So my march is. I saw about is, that. My my march is a little bit less gloom, but
0: it's all good. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah. Well, oh well. Then until next week. I think it's the time. time. <laughs>